I understand why they're buying the comics, but I don't think they should. At least the number one book. Let's get into it. I clicked right to it. Did you? Well, that's detective. That's new detective. But itty jock art, three dollars. Flipping through it. You just you just did that straight up. You just, I know. You opened I did. it like when you open it right to the page. Yeah. That's like rolling uh, like snake eyes mm-hmm. three times. Isn't that yeah. a thing? I don't know. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I don't but know what, what, it, what you did do is you just priced uh, Detective Comics 880, the jock cover. It's an awesome cover. Yeah. It's really cool. And it prices for? $3 in the Overstreet. And what is it currently going for on eBay? Over Ooh, 100 over Well over 100 Yeah, That's you. That was you, that man. That was me. <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, we just are reminiscing. Is that the right word? Reminiscing. Reminiscing. There you, there you go. The six years <laughs> this month. That we just reached the wow. milestone, which is really cool. Uh, we started doing the trending video in June of 2018. So we're not six years doing this video, but we have been doing it every single week. And you should hit the subscribe button and like button because I think we can officially prove that you are the reason the Overstreet Price Guide adjusted the price of that. Oh, for Detective 880? Jump yep. cover. Oh my God. Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's get to it because the number 10 on the list proves that people aren't ordering their comic books, damn it. Number 10 on the list, Ultimate Spider-Man. Number one, the second print. This flew under the radar because there was such a short window. And right now we are seeing it sell for $12 raw. And I am seeing pre-sales of 9.8s for as high as $99 sold. It flew under the radar. Explain that because Ultimate Spider-Man was one of the hottest books this year thus far. Everyone completely and totally knew Ultimate Spider-Man number one, the first print, came out, flew off the shelves, was selling for a ton of money. There was such a short ordering window because the book came out on January 10th. And then the solicitation, the final order cutoff for the second print was January 14th, a short four days later. So people completely and totally missed it. I had anticipated a lot of people would want this book. I had one person ask for it. I ordered three copies. And this was after the frenzy of people knowing that the first print was selling for $30 to $40. And because this book is so popular, there is a third print already happening. But again... That window has passed as well. The cutoff for that one was like a week and a half ago. That's going to be coming out early March, the third print of Ultimate Spider-Man number one. And it is worth keeping an eye on these later printings, even if you're like me and you're not somebody who likes to double dip on books you already got the first printing of. These like these second printings like to put characters on the cover for the first time. We saw the uh, second print of Ultimate Invasion number one hit the list a few times in the last few weeks because that book has the first cover appearance of the new Ultimate Spider-Man in costume. So it is worth keeping an eye on these, whether or not you're actually going to Track them down is a whole other story. There are other characters on this cover. Who do you see? Let us know in the comment section below. Make sure to download Key Collector Comics. This is how we source all of our comic data. We utilize this app every single day. I use it more than Instagram. I use it, <laughs> honestly, more than I talk to both of you sometimes. And you can, too. Support this show. Get access to a free two-week subscription. And number nine on the list is, no surprise, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe number one. And fun, true story When we go on trips to conventions, we like to read comics on the plane. And Ryan, you chose Marvel, uh, Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. You read the whole arc. And the entire time. I did not. You, every time you turn the page, you would stop and go, I hate this book. I do not like this book. (laughs) And he would show me panels. And I'm like, 
Dude, it's just like silly, fun. It's like meta to the utmost degree. I read this issue. I read the first issue. Oh, you didn't even. I didn't finish. I had a whole bunch of other stuff downloaded. I I read some Kieran Gillen Star Wars, which is really good. I read some Superman by Jeff Johns, which is also really good. Not a fan of Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. This came out in 2012. $20 average sales for this book. We did see a 9.8 hit $215 a couple of weeks ago. But again, I mean, this this book is kind of thematically influencing Deadpool 3. When you have him going around, it looks like it's going to be Deadpool kills the Fox Marvel Cinematic Universe or something. We don't really know yet, so uh, it's it's hard to say exactly how much of the movie is going to be influenced by this book, but it's definitely worth checking out. Super Bowl ad hit. We saw a lot of books on the Hot 10 reflect those purchases prior to it actually debuting. Well, these books happened in its wake, and we're seeing an increase of copies sold of 112%. 200 bucks on this book at a 9.8? Could it bomb in theaters, Deadpool that is, and it go down to like 150, 125? Maybe. But 200 seems about right. There's 88 copies on the census. There's not a whole lot of people sending in to be graded. We do have five new 9.8s. But this is a great time if you are like kind of influenced by the movies and you want some, I don't know, memorabilia that reminds you of the good time that we're probably going to have watching the only Marvel movie coming out this year. Why not? Number eight on the list, Fantastic Four Life Story number one. Now, this is a miniseries that came out just a couple years ago, 2021. And really, this is another one of those books that nobody was specking on. And that's why we're seeing $5 average sales and a set of one through six, all six parts. They're going for between $20 and $25. You can still pick them up if you want to read them. This right here follows the life of the Fantastic Four through the eras. And it's a must read. I haven't read it yet. And after reviewing this list and checking these comics out and then hearing your opinion on the matter. I'm going to read this this weekend. It sounds outstanding. And we're seeing an increase of copies sold of 967%. Why? I am happy. I am very happy with this list and with this book in particular. I was all over this book as it was coming out. It's written by Mark Russell, who is one of my favorite writers in the business currently. He uh, wrote the excellent book, Not All Robots, which Tom and I did read and talk about on the channel a couple of years ago. That also came out, I believe, in 2021. So he's been a he's been a busy guy lately. Ryan, you said this is your like one of your favorite books to come out in the last couple of years. Correct. It's really good. You put it next to Nice House on the Damn Lake and The Good Asian. Both both some of my favorites of 2021. Porn sack piece of show. Correct. Shout out. I don't think it's I don't think it's that good. But however, this True. book is <laughs> well, phenomenal, know, especially probably. for a, especially for a Marvel book, especially for a Fantastic Four book. Like Tom said, each issue kind of explores a decade in the life of the Fantastic Four. And issue one starts off in the 1960s. Issue two takes you through the 70s and so on and so on, all the way up to the 2010s in issue six. But we did get that group shot reveal of the cast of Fantastic Four earlier this week on Valentine's Day. And that photo kind of implicitly uh, showed us that this will be a period piece movie, that it does look like it's going to take place in the 60s, which is what drew people to this issue. And if you think about it, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but that whole first issue does take place in the 60s. And there's a lot of origin story stuff in there. If you're looking for a modern Fantastic Four origin story that might be useful for the upcoming movie, you got to read this book. There are nine copies currently on the census. I think you're right. People are probably going to start sending them in. So I would avoid graded copies for now because they'll be plentiful in coming weeks, months. They've been a little slow over there, but they're probably catching up. Next on the list is number seven. Secret Wars number two. I thought more people would be buying this, and I think we're going to have to get into it because stay tuned. It has to do with the number one book of the week, but it's seeing $10 average sales, $85. For 9.8, for the first appearance of God Emperor Doom. We see a copy of, spoiler, Secret Wars number five in the Deadpool movie trailer that debuted during the Super Bowl. Well, it's like a beat up copy of the book, and you really don't see the Alex Ross goodness on the cover, but you do see Secret Wars five. Why would they pick that book? 
Why would people be buying it right now in such an extravagant amount and not this book on the list? The first appearance of the character, which is hitting an increase of copies sold of 1350. 1350% increase. That's a big number. We don't usually get that in like the quadruple digits uh, when we do these videos every week. So that's exciting. Uh, did you say $10 average sales on this one? I did. With a high 9.8 of $85 from I this week? I said both of those things. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm tripping all over you. First appearance of God Emperor Doom. Uh, I think this book makes a little more sense if people are trying to pick up books that make sense. I don't want to get into my Secret Wars 5 commentary because, again, that book is on the list. We'll talk about that soon. But if you're looking for first appearance of God Emperor Doom, this is the one. Yeah, 10 bucks Makes sense to me. Will it happen? Stay tuned. Next on the list at number six is New Mutants 87. This is the first appearance of Cable. You can get... Uh, $160 average looking copy, sure. But 9.8s on this book have hit over $1,000. They're hitting prices that are like a decade ago. $300 for a 9.8 right now. And Russ, when I mentioned this to you, when we were I reviewing winced. the list, I this dude, winced. I swear, like vomited in his mouth a little bit. You really don't believe that this book is a $300 book at a 9.8. No, it absolutely is not. And and even if you look back, I don't know, 25 years ago at your price guides, if you go Every back week. And, <laughs> right, and go back and look at your wizard magazine, if you see the books in the New Mutants run... 87 was the key. It was 75 to $100 raw, even at a point in time that New Mutants 98, first appearance of Deadpool, was a $5 book. This is not a joke. If you go back and look at your old Overstreets, if you look at your old Wizards, 87 was the one that everyone wanted. They all cared about cable. Deadpool was just kind of a secondary guy that wasn't really a thing 20, 25 years ago. So the fact that Cable hasn't gone up that much, and even now, more insult to the Cable character is so drastically low. My God, I don't normally say go and buy a book, guys, but if you can get this at a 9.8 for $300 all day long, all I mean, this shouldn't be below 500 in a 9.8. I love this book. It's an all red cover. It's really condition sensitive. It does not take spine ticks well. Getting a 9.8 in this book at $300 is a no-brainer. They got until May 17th to send in books for that Rob Liefeld signature. And Josh Brolin said he's not going to be in Deadpool 3. We can't trust that. And we're probably going to see Cable in X-Men 97, but that's not confirmed Rob Liefeld McFarlane cover, need we say more? Moving on to the list at number five, we have Masters of the Universe issue number one. We're talking He-Man, but not his first appearance. I mean, that's in DC Comics Presents 47, which was selling for like $2,200, $2,500, right around there at a 9.8 back in 2021 during the comic boom. It's going for like $1,000 right now. Now, while those highs were reached for his first appearance in DC Comics Presents number 47, his first miniseries over at DC from 1982, $25 average sales and a high 9.8 for $338. We've been chatting Thundercats, Transformers, G.I. Joe. Makes sense that we'll be talking about He-Man right now. Thunder the Barbarian, where are you? Because I know nothing about Masters of the Universe or He-Man, I will chime in and say that we're seeing a 250% increase in copies sold of this book compared to last week. And there was a little movement about the uh, the crew behind the upcoming uh, movie adaptation as well this week, which is why we're seeing this book hit the list. It was announced that Travis Knight, the director of Bumblebee, will probably direct the live action. This is a... Really early spec on a beloved 80s tune that is also getting a full nostalgia cycle opportunity. And the book is selling so affordably. Keep an eye out on this while we chat about number four on the list. New X-Men 114. Join the mystery mail call in March. We have our very first Chrissy Zulo cover. 
One per box. This is news to me. I actually I had, did not know we were getting a Christy Zulo cover. That's exciting. Uh, oh, okay. Edge Side of Verse number one. Yeah, that's Ooh, very cool. That's how cool. cute is that? Love it. Yep. That's what you want. You hear the name Christy Zulo, that's what you think of. So that's cool. That's exciting. I'm excited to see this one. ComicTom101.com to join the community. We'll send you comics every single month. Some new, some back issues. Maybe some prints in there. And also this month, I'm going to do a Venom foil, Raph Grissetti one per box. But I digress because number four on the list is the first appearance of Cassandra Nova. And it's hitting $18 average sales, $140 for a CGC 9.8. And this has already experienced a bump in recent months. New X-Men 114. I'm not sure if you got that out, so I'm going to throw that out there. That's here at number four. We did talk about this book last in August. A long time ago, it hit number one on the trending list and actually set a lot of their record high sales in like 9.0 to 9.4 back then. So... This is an interesting book. Uh, the speculation is that actress Emma Corrin is going to play this character in Deadpool 3. No show in the trailer. We didn't see Emma Corrin at all, so we still don't necessarily know who she's going to play. But in my, in my opinion, this is a uh, pretty fair shot. Comic collectors knew that this was possibly coming because when we report on this last, as mentioned, 9.4s were really the only thing that we could report on. Since then, there's been an increase of 9.6 of 14 copies and in 9.8, 59 new copies. This is why you got to hit the subscribe button. I believe we are the only channel that's tracking CGC census count by the week. Hot damn. You're welcome. We do it for them. And number three on the list, Russ, what is one of the hottest new characters that came out in the last year? Oh, my gosh. The new Helverine. Really? I don't think anyone was expecting this. But number three on the list, Wolverine number 36. First appearance of Helverine. What a fantastic crossover. We're seeing $20 average sales and a recent high 9.8 sale of $200. It's going up. An increase of 238% in copies sold. And I remember you had some 9.8s over on Whatnot. You can follow me on Whatnot. And you sold them at like 125 to 150. This book is up. Yes. And even at that point in time, people are like, oh, you're pricing it too high. It should be more for that. And I, I really think this character has something long term. This is a new character of two fan favorites. And I think we're going to be seeing a whole lot more of him in the very near future, guys. All-Star writer Benjamin Percy is going back to this character that he created. And one of the things in the solicitation that's really exciting is the Hellfire Warriors. This is a new group that we know nothing about, but it sounds like it's going to be an opportunity for more alterations of existing characters, you know, them rehashing more multiverse styles. But I like it because this is Ghost Rider meets Wolverine. This is going to be a creative melting pot. Helverine number one hits May 29th, so keep an eye out on that one. We need to move on. There's a couple more books on this list. We're almost done. Fantastic well, Four. What's that? We got news. We got news? About Fantastic Four. Who is going to be portraying the Fantastic Four? We talked about it a little bit earlier on the list, but we did get the confirmation of the Fantastic Four cast this week, including Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards, Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, Joseph Quinn, who we know from Stranger Things, is going to be Johnny Storm. That's probably my favorite choice here. And we also have Evan Moss Backrock from uh, The Bear, who's going to be doing uh, Ben Grimm and The Thing, probably also my other favorite casting choice here, too. So people just saw this Fantastic Four update and said, oh my gosh, I want to get FF1. And then they saw the prices and then they go, that's not going to happen. <laughs> what other FF keys do I get? Everything Kirby is uber expensive. Well, you could also look at this reveal on Valentine's Day and see Herbie the robot. Do you think they named Herbie and Kirby? Is it some type of homage to the creator of the Fantastic Four? Uh, I don't know. It's got a really weird acronym anyway. Herbie stands for Humanoid Experimental Robot B-Type Integrated Electronics, and that really feels like someone just came up with the name, and they're like, let's throw some words together and call him that, but 
He's in the ad. We're expecting to see him in the new Fantastic Four movie. It's pushing the book up. It's like an increase of 1,300%. So, like, people weren't specking on this book. There's 5698s on the census, $10 average sales, $350 for a graded 9.8 copy. This could be an opportunity for another, like, rocket raccoon of the franchise. This mm-hmm. could be an opportunity for the baby Yoda of the franchise. And, like, a little cute robot that is, you Chopper. Know, you know, Chopper. There yeah. we go. I mean, seriously. Go. That's my guy. Right? You say Chopper, and I'm, I'm paying attention. My question, who's going to be the voice of Herbie? We didn't get any confirmation. Nobody was really expecting this character to show up in here. I personally would love to see Bill Hader do another robot voice. The guy's got a really good voice range and talents, but... Let me know. I'm, I'm interested in getting engaging in the comments with you guys. I want to hear your thoughts on who's playing Herbie. Hit the like button. We need your support. We have to serve the algorithm gods. Do it for Thor and the number one most trending book in the world. Do it for God Emperor Doom. I, yeah. I mean, screw we, Thor, man. This yeah, is the real God. Yeah. This is the you know God this Emperor. This is it. He's right here on the cover. You got to go buy this book and invest in it, right? Because it was in the trailer, and now you'll be rich if you go. In, no, Secret Wars number five, 2015. Jonathan Hickman, goodness, one of my favorite runs ever. But incursions, it's happening. Yes. Secret Wars is inbound. I'm excited. Everyone needs to read uh, his run on New Avengers leading into Secret Wars. Dude, this is not happening. It's not. But what if it does and then they clip that? It, it, it could. Yeah. Do you remember how excited you were when you're like, oh man, they're gonna make they're gonna make a Civil War movie, uh, Captain America, Civil War. I love that comic. Remember Dude, how cool that was? Do you remember how? Great secret invasion was. Dude, don't even get me started. Uh. <laughs> but but everyone's been talking about, especially with Jim Shooter leaking off his lips all the time, that Secret Wars is happening, and everyone is assuming that it's Secret Wars Eight, Black Suit Spidey bringing in the Fantastic Four. What if it's Secret Wars from 2015, and that would make more sense? And I felt like I was t- taking crazy pills because we got Multiverse of Madness, where they explain the concept of incursions and different universes colliding with each other, which is ripped straight from Secret Wars and Jonathan Hickman stuff here. But people were still speculating on the 80s Secret Wars and not this one, which makes way more sense for the movies. But again, I kind of don't think the MCU has the ability to give us a faithful adaptation of this completely bonkers event that, again, you all need to read. This book was being speculated on, like, low-key, similar to, like, issue number one of the series because of the arc itself and, and name alone, but this is a major character in that run. And hitting, like, 20 bucks, 30 bucks, kind of that whole time. Sometimes you can get it cheaper. Well, this has an increase of copies sold of... 4,400%. It was featured in trailer. Does it mean that something's going to happen because it was featured in trailer? No. Is it a cool collectible? Is it something I can see always being 20, 30, maybe 35 bucks? But it's hitting highs of like $40, $50 raw. People are going to probably buy this for $300 and a 9.8 because that's what they're being listed for now. This is one of those moments where I'm saying pump the brakes. Don't buy this book right now. Probably wait a little bit. And if you like Deadpool 3 and you want to get a dope book that reminds you of the movie and the experience you had watching the only Marvel movie of 2024, this could be it. But I bet you can get it for like half the mo- a month later. Or not, and I'm wrong. Let me know what you think in the comment section below. And as always, geek responsibly. Or not. Enough said. Hold up. We almost forgot something. Guillaume Martinez, you did an amazing crash down cover. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Guillaume. You got to make sure and follow him on Instagram. And a little secret, actually, this cover is based on a scene from issue two, which is not out yet. So you're kind of getting a little tease at something that's going to come out in a couple weeks. And if you want a copy of this book, you have absolutely got to tune into Rage Theo's Instagram live stream. They are at my shop right now. Rage Theo and One True Nerd King are over on Instagram streaming live from Milgi Comics. They are selling stuff all weekend and probably into the next weekend. 
and we're going to be doing a special sale of Crashdown number one, the Guillaume Martinez Mill Geek Comics exclusive. We are going to have regulars, we're going to have virgins, we're going to have medals and foils, all of them available, and I think I might even be able to get these guys to come and sign them. Make sure you tune in and do not miss it. Dude, I saw you sell a Secret Wars 8 for like 30 to 40% under <laughs> fair market value yesterday. Everyone needs to go and join us virtually at Milgi Comics, our LCS over on Rage Theo's Instagram. And have a great weekend. <laughs>